goodness. The one of one is missing. Uh Uh-uh. I knew something was up. Pop, that's almost twice as much going for the same price. I just freaking love that Raider rookie logo. Doing more buying. Which one of these five quarterbacks has the worst set of pass catchers to throw the football to? Guess how much I sniped this for an auction. Number two. Five, you dirty yep. animal. I'm telling you, these optic on-card autos are money. Huh? Huh? Football cards collecting and investing. Normally, I'm with my buddy, Andy, but it is a solo show today, and I'm going to promise you just for right now, there will be no hockey rants as we will talk football cards for uh, as long as you want to. That's why we are here each and every week as a part of the NoOffSeason.com Sports Card Network. We get into all different types of conversations, and I know one player you guys want to dive deep into today is Josh Allen after what happened last night. But before we do our weekly quarterback check-in, mark it up, mark it down, I want to bring in a man who has emptied his 401k and put all his money, his life savings, his future children's college fund into Josh Dobbs cards. It is none other than my friend and yours, Adam Paul. What's up? Heroes for sale. Oh yeah, thank you. I, 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 some, some of maybe some of the four hundred one k, not all, not all of it, but yeah. Oh, that that Josh Dobbs. He his. I so I watched one video on his TikTok. And I'm like, I'm all in on this guy. This guy knows. This guy knows what he's doing. There you go. So you know, for me, I, I want people to uh, understand Adam's influence to me when it comes to the hobby. So. Andy was my first like real sports card friend, and that's why we have helped build this football card quest YouTube and Patreon account together. I've been a very small part of it, but Andy, of course, has become so good at football card price market analysis. And along with Andy, Adam was a guy that I learned so much from, from the hobby. And you have been doing hobby content, not only on YouTube, but TikTok, and mm. we Got to hang out last year at the National, and I want people to really listen to you because you don't just do football cards, but you do everything, right? And you host a show on HobbyNewsDaily.com, and it's really good. I highly recommend everyone go check it out. So, you know, from a macro perspective, what are your thoughts about football cards from, you know, when the boom really began to happen with, you know, Joe Burrow's rookie year in 2020 to where we are now? I, I mean, I guess there's probably two aspects that I really look at when it comes to football cards and, you know, where the market is at right now. Like, I think we're going to see tops take over in the next like year or so. They're going to take over full time for football cards because the licensing switched. So I think one thing about sports cards that I really love and that I, I would say is one of the good parts about sports cards is that it's always evolving. Uh, it's always changing. Even since, you know, even since I got into cards, probably back in 2018 and started making content, there has just been, it, it almost feels like every week there's an industry shifting, like, like piece of news that shifts the industry. Uh, so like, that's one thing that I'm thinking that I'm thinking about really there. And I think even too, like you mentioned with Joe Burrow's year, I think 2020 up into 2020 and then into this year, we just kind of have kept seeing an increase in production of how many cards there are. Uh, and in my opinion, I don't necessarily, I don't know. I think it's good and bad. Like, I think it's good that people have the ability to get these cards. 
uh, easily. Uh, I think if you're, you know, and I hate, I know that people hate using this word like investing or uh, whatever. If you're investing in football cards, it may not be the best. You may have to uh, figure out what the new card is that you're looking to get into like prism for, you know, for since it started in 2012 up until probably like, I don't know, I would say probably 2018 was like really like the go-to card for football, like top stop making football cards. Prism came in, I think up until 2015 or 2014 or 2015, I think, uh, the Jameis Winston, uh, Mariota year was the last year that tops made football cards. After that, it was just Panini up until, you know, recently. So, those are kind of some of the things that I'm really I'm really keened into when it comes to just the current card market and what I think could happen in the future. So Andy and I, we just love football cards, right? We don't buy into just the doom and gloom videos, even though like the market overall is down. You're like Andy, uh, Adam, in that you just love you just love sports cards. You you actually yeah. love the cards. But one thing that Andy and I don't talk a whole lot about here is the business of sports cards. You do, right? This is Mm. something you actually are an expert in, right? Um, It did not shock me that you and I bumped shoulders at the national when (laughs) Gary V and um, Michael Rubin. Yeah. Michael Rubin. And uh, we're doing a a one-on-one. You love the business. You you understand all of it, right? For people that are new to like the fanatics and all that stuff. What is one thing about the business of sports cards that you could share with our audience? Because we, we don't really talk a whole lot about that aspect. Sure. Yeah. I think it's actually, I think the one thing that's really great about sports cards is that you can kind of, you can learn business. You can learn about business by doing sports cards. And I think that's one sort of underrated thing. And it's something that I've definitely learned myself just from, you know, and for me, it's I'm kind of dipping my toes in all different types of areas within sports cards, whether it's buying and selling or if it's, you know, buying and holding or if it's buying and grading or if it's, you know, media stuff like the podcast or um, or if it's, you know, if it's if it's like web design, stuff along those lines. I just think like anybody can really come in and you can learn about business from doing sports cards. And that, you know, you can learn about markets, you can learn about different things within markets, you can learn about 100 different things. Like for me, for example, I think I learn something new about sports cards every single day. And it it may just be my, my nature to try and learn new things in general. But like, for the most part, like, if you get into cards, and you get into an area that you think that you like, but you don't like, or you get into it, and you like it at first, and then you learn that, you know, maybe there's something else you want to do, you can, you know, you can sell, there's still great opportunities to sell the cards that you have and buy different cards or uh, learn about cards or learn about different uh, players or learn about different sports or learn about like, you know, uh, like Magic Gathering or Pokemon or Fortnite. I mean, there's just like, there's literally endless amounts of things you can learn within this industry. That is probably one of the main reasons why I have, you know, been making content about it since like 2018 for the most part. So I think this would be like the first year, Adam, once again, Adam Palmer, Heroes for Sale, one of the biggest hobby influences on me that really got back in, really got me back into sports cards. Um, This is so fascinating to me this first year where with all these rookie quarterbacks, Adam, it's a little bit different, right? Because CJ Stroud and, and Bryce Young are with Fanatics and and obviously that's it's gonna be interesting to see how the, all this product is released. What is your best, you know, understanding of how all this is gonna work with their autographs? I mean, 
I, I, I think what I mean on honestly, it might just be that there aren't autographs for those players in Panini products. Like that's for the most part, that's how those exclusives work. And I mean, you're seeing like tops. There was news potentially that they might be, and I know this isn't football, but they might get LeBron James. Like they might, they might, right. they they might have LeBron James. There's a product that's coming out that's the Bowman U basketball. That you know, for you, you're a college football guy, so like that Bowman U product is probably a big one. And I mean, in my opinion, I think actually the what Tops has done with those Bowman U products, they're really innovating in a way that I feel like hasn't been innovated in quite some time. Like Panini has done football college cards but like the way that they do it is like they have to and i don't know if it's a licensing thing and like with the nil that now they're able to do it this way but like the release schedule for panini was like the players don't have any you know draft cards like they don't have cards where they're in their college uniforms um until they get drafted now obviously we're looking at those players now you look at like cj shroud and bryce young that bryce young yeah bryce young they yeah bryce young they have uh bowman u cards from the original bowman u top set now that wasn't a license set so like if you're looking at them but kind of like the interesting thing about tops at that time in ohio state and alabama like ohio state and alabama don't have like major huge logos on any of their jerseys so like if you didn't know they weren't licensed i would say there's probably a decent shot like that you may not even realize that they weren't licensed um from i think it was the 20 20 it was either 2020 or 2020 i think it was 2021 i'm pretty sure because will levis is also in that set uh and and they have that first bowman logo and i think that's i think that they're changing changing the game basically topses and fanatics now there have been some controversies where maybe where maybe both in the company hasn't really helped some of their like qcing of certain products like there was a controversy where there was a bunch of super fractors in one baseball set. That's like, that's supposed to be the biggest card. And they had to kind of come out and, you know, fix that issue. Cause that's like one of their biggest sets. So, you know, I think tops and fanatics right now are going through some growing pains when it, when it comes to like, they, they fanatics bought tops and they just continued to kind of grow and grow and grow. And they weren't really looking at maybe the processes of what they were, the actual producing of the cards. Um, so I'm hoping next year we really see fanatics iron out a lot of these issues. And when it comes, yeah, like I said, when it comes to these autographs, like, you know, like Bryce young, no, no, sorry. CJ shroud. He just did a collaboration, like a tops now collaboration with Tyson Beck, who is like one of my like heroes in sports design. He's like one of the original famous sports designers on Instagram. Like when I was first getting into designing and doing Instagram, like he was the guy I was just like, this guy is like, he's my Michael Jordan of sports graphic design, basically. Like that's how I view him. He just did a, he he's done collaborations and stuff with tops in the past, but he just came out with a CJ shroud tops. Now set. Unfortunately you can't buy it anymore. Cause it was tops now, which that's like a set that they, that they, uh, with a, like a time frame basically. And he had autographs in that set. So, uh, that's maybe where we're going to see more. Uh, and again, with that set too, it's unlicensed still up until maybe, I, I don't, I don't know. It's probably like a year or two, like this may be the last year. I think that Panini has that the NFL license. So maybe up next year, potentially we could be seeing tops cards. I forget off the top of my head, if it's 2024, or 2025, I know it's, for basketball because they got basketball and football and i know that there's a one year difference between the two i just forget exactly when it starts if it's next year or if it's 2025 so if you have a football card uh question for adam palmer get it in especially if it's you know one of like the business side of it but anything sports car related uh he is hobbynewsdaily.com so uh this would be my question for you adam because obviously josh allen 
was a part of that 2020 boom, right? And he had like just a perfect mixture. Uh, he played this exciting brand and he was a part of the 2018 class. So there wasn't as much product of Josh Allen in the 2018 class as there was uh, with like the 2020 and 2021 class. And now he is struggling, right? He's throwing a lot of picks. Uh, the Bills are, are losing uh, a relatively high amount of games for, for their standards. What would mm-hmm. be your advice uh, to someone like uh, James who's seeing some of his Josh Allen portfolio, if you will, go down? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it really is going to all come down to when you're buying those cards. Like, if you look at the, the 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 macro view of a lot of cards, like the Josh Allen Prism or Josh Allen Optic or any Josh Allen rookie cards, like, if you look at 20, like, he was the rookie in 2018. So, like, if you look at, like, a chart from, like, 2019 until now, things are up but like if you're looking from like 2021 to now things are probably down pretty significantly so i i I don't know i think we've seen a lot of uh flipping and a lot of like money making going on in sports cards and unfortunately what that's doing is that a lot of people that were making the money they potentially weren't rebuying cards like i think that there were some people that were probably rebuying cards but like a lot of people bought cards in 2017 2018 2019 and then when we saw the like 2020 to 2021 and 2021 boom, like a lot of people sold those cards and then they just took the money out of the market. So there wasn't that, like uh, there wasn't like the uh, flipping of the money. Like, you know, and that's one thing I think is good about sports cards too, is like, if you can, you can, you know, flip that, you can turn, you can take the money that you made from whatever and turn it into another card or turn it into another box or something along those lines. I think it's a little bit harder now than it was probably a couple of years ago. But like, if you're looking at a Josh Allen chart from like, like I said, 2019 until now it's up, but so it really, honestly, unfortunately, it just comes down to like when you were buying the cards and it may just be, you know, an unlucky thing. Unfortunately, if you were buying cards in 2021, 2022 but the, i would say the good part is they're still you can still sell them and you can still you that you can still get that money in there like that's that's kind of one of the things like when i compare sports cards and box breaking to gambling like you can gamble on something uh like you can you can gamble let's say on josh allen to win mvp you can you could you could spend 100 200 on josh allen to win mvp at whatever odds they were at the beginning of the season they're probably down a lot they're probably you probably get like plus odds a lot better now but like the thing is with that bet is you can't get that money back like with the josh allen card although you're not getting like whatever it would have been like probably the beginning of the season it was maybe like plus 500 or something like that you can't turn ten dollars into fifty dollars uh if you bought a josh allen card for ten dollars sure maybe you know it it, it may be or fifty dollars let's just say fifty dollars it may be down but it's still there's still value there and you can still sell that card for you know whatever it is that's that that, that's how i kind of look at like um from a macro perspective and and i I get it's it's probably easier said than done when it comes to someone like me because i focus a lot on like mark the market and um the media side of sports cards and the actual buying and selling nitty gritty. I'm not in as much every single day, but I don't know. It's just, you know, there's still, you can still sell those cards hypothetically if you want to, if they're going to go up in a year or two, I'm not a really, I can't really say at this point, like, I don't really know. I think, 
you know, the off season, once the off season comes around, things kind of go up right until about training camp. And then once training camp comes around, things sort of come down a little bit. So it's, 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 uh, you know, maybe that's a way to look at the market. If you're looking to buy into some football cards, like, uh, looking to buy somewhere, maybe towards the end of the season, looking to buy some underrated players. And then once the hype comes back around, because, because, because football, one of those sports, that's like, it's actually sort of an anomaly, honestly, when it comes to like how excited people get for football, like during the summer. Um, and you know, base baseball is kind of similar, but like, you know, training camp and football is just like people like, you know, end of the summer, people are getting excited for that. So, uh, that's just one of the trends actually that I've seen over the past couple of years in terms of like when to buy and when to sell, which is kind of a little bit different than maybe some sports. Right. Football, uh, the season seems a little bit more rigid, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you have all your games on Sunday, you have a pretty strict off season. You got the most hyped draft out of the three and we see a mm-hmm. you know a boom yep. before you know the nfl draft i actually agree a bit here with james who's one of our uh, i say james chad um who's one of our uh, sharpest viewers he believes that maybe this is a time for you to buy josh allen on a dip like if you mm-hmm. truly believe in his talent then yeah, there's going to be a point in time when he actually gets to a Super Bowl and maybe wins it. So, obviously, they fired their offensive coordinator today. Um, I, I think Sean McDermott is next, and I've been very you know, vocal uh, about Sean McDermott just not being that great. My next question for you, Adam, would be just the overall AFC quarterback hierarchy when it comes to you know football cards. I, I find it to be the most complex thing quarterbacks in the AFC in particular, right? Because, you know, only one every year can go to the Super Bowl. You have one who's already considered, you know, the modern day goat. Then you have all these other really talented guys. You bring CJ Stroud into the mix. He beats my dear beloved. Won't talk too much about that, but he looked absolutely uh, amazing in that game. So give me your thoughts as a heartbroken Patriots fan. You're Patriots, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Unfor- unfortunately, I, well, I guess unfortunately this season and the last couple seasons, maybe not throughout my life, I've been able to see all the Super Bowls. I guess, which I, I don't know. It and I, I actually think the the Boston sports phenomenon that happened over this past couple decades is like is sort of why I've been able to have a little bit of a level head when it comes to like prospecting and buying cards in general. Because like I'm not. I am rooting for my teams at all times. Like every single game, I'm rooting Celtics, Bruins, Patriots, Celtics, Revolution, all of them. I'm rooting for all of them. But like, I also am rooting for just like young players. Like I was also this year, I was rooting for Corbin Carroll, who's a baseball player for one the NL MVP for the Diamondbacks. Like he's a guy that I can root for because like for me, also the Red Sox were a complete joke this year. So like that's maybe another reason why I'm rooting for some of these other players. But like I think you know. When it, like you said, when it comes to quarterbacks, I think in the AFC, like I would be careful buying CJ Shroud. Um, I would be more inclined to spend the money on a Josh Allen because I would say realistically, the prices are probably going to be very similar. Like once CJ Shroud cards start coming out, yeah. also you know people are very quick to um, people are very quick to jump onto the, whoever the next guy is within sports cards. So it's like. You know, Josh Allen was a guy that everybody loved going into the season. I think people still love him. I don't think he's really – I think he's one of the best quarterbacks, and I think the Bills at some point will make a Super Bowl uh, with Josh Allen. I mean, I, hopefully they win. I guess, you know, as a as a Patriots fan, I guess 
I don't know. It's hard for it's hard for me to root for people within the AFC East, but at the same time, I'm like I've seen so many Super Bowls. Like I just want a team to win a Super Bowl that hasn't won one because I know the the joy that comes with winning a Super Bowl and um, all those kinds of things. So you know the, the, that's kind of you know my thoughts on jo- I guess Josh Allen versus CJ Shroud. I think is would be an interesting kind of it would be an interesting comparison there because I think their card prices are probably going to be very similar because not just because CJ Stroud's rookie because of what he's doing on the field. And like, we've seen his MVP odds go from like plus 4,000 to he's like, he's like, he's only like 25 to one right now. And even before this last game, he was 40 to one. This last game, he came down to 25 to one. So, you know, there is that media attention too with, with, with a CJ Stroud versus, you know, people being maybe a little bit uh, down on uh, Josh Allen right now. Would you take CJ Stroud over Joe Burrow right now? Uh, no, no, okay. I probably would. I probably, I mean, it really honestly just come, I, I think with thing with football too, it comes down to the team and the coaches. Right. And I think, but I, but I do think that if we're, if we're talking like if Burrow was on, if Burrow was on Houston and CJ Shroud was on Cincinnati, I probably would say whatever team Burrow was on would be a better team either way. I think okay. that's, I guess it's maybe one way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I, I'm going to say Joe uh, for <laughs> for many reasons, but uh, I, I do think I do think Joe is 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 better. But this is mm-hmm. where it gets fascinating to me. Adam would be this next quarterback who won five games in a row, gets blown out by what everyone consider would be the the best team in the NFL. You got Trevor Lawrence in the same division mm-hmm. now with, with with CJ Stroud, and Trevor's another one of these guys that. You know, like sports cards. You know, I saw him mm-hmm. doing you know the, the autographs with the card collector two at the Super Bowl not too long ago. He had his own top set. Um, you you have uh, Trevor Lawrence uh, and CJ Stroud in 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 the same division. So mm-hmm. you know, with Trevor being a part of that twenty twenty one class and all the hype uh, surrounding his football cards, he just has so much product right. uh, out there. Like if you were trying to buy some some AFC quarterbacks is there anyone in particular that that you would target or are there any of these guys that, that you like more than the others I mean I do think that Josh Allen is probably going to be one of the better purchases right now just because like they haven't the past month they've been playing poorly and you know like I said sports cards they can very quick to jump off the train like just sell all okay. their cards right now so um, I would say that's probably what, and then I also do really like Trevor Lawrence, if I'm going to be honest. Cause like, I, I, I don't know. There's just, he, he didn't have the, clearly he didn't have the right quarterback or I mean, a uh, coach in his rookie year. Yeah. And then they bring, they, they bring in, it was Doug Peterson, right? They, the, yeah. the coach of, yeah, Doug, they bring in Doug Peterson. And I mean, I think also like they drafted ETN as well. Like, I think that's another underrated piece of that offense. And then they go and they get Calvin Ridley and they go and they have Christian Kirk and like, it's an explosive offense. They have a bunch of pieces And, you know, I definitely don't think that people expected Houston to be what they're doing this year. Like I, I, you know, I I would say the, maybe not the dark horse, but like, cause, because obviously they won the AFC South last year, but like a team that people probably expected to win the AFC South again, that like now it's kind of looking a little bit crazy is, is the, is the Jaguars. And I, I just think that, yeah, I, I think Trevor Lawrence, like you said, is another good example of a quarterback who, you know, has had a pretty good season, but like there have been other players who really um, have kind of 
overtaken overtaken him in terms of like you know the popularity and viral aspect of it and i think this i mean panini honestly right now is probably licking their chops the fact that cj shroud is like really going out there and he's been that dude the past couple past couple weeks they're they're i mean they're you know you know that uh that that uh video of the the scrooge mcduck jumping into the yeah the, yeah, the yeah coins that's what panini is doing right now with with uh with the fact that cj shroud has just been crushing it because Bryce Young hasn't been very good, and it looks like they're probably right. going to get the first or second pick next year too. So, you know, uh, like I said, I think Panini is – they're they're pretty excited that C.J. Shroud is crushing it because, like, things were not looking very good. And then even Will Levis, you know, he's – even though he's been kind of doing his thing, like he he's starting now. So, you know, that's obviously a good thing. Uh, and, 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 you know, that that's – so they're probably – this fact, the fact that we've gotten in this far in the season, we haven't really seen a ton of football products is basically just because of the schedule. So, you know, it's definitely, um, definitely exciting to see, I suppose. Like the, if you're, if you're Panini, I, I, I'm not necessarily super excited because I think that means prices are, but boxes and stuff are going to go up. But at the same time, you never really know. Anthony Richardson as well out there. I, I, I like AR. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I, well, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to like uh, make you angry, but I'm a Florida guy. So I like, I, the Gators are like my team that I college in. And obviously this conversation might be a little bit different if the game went a little bit, if we, if Florida didn't get whooped on Saturday, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm a Gators guy. So, you know, I'm, I'm always excited seeing, you know, Anthony Richardson out there. And unfortunately obviously got hurt early in the season, but yeah, another yeah. guy that when he was playing, he looked really, really good. Um, you know, another, another, uh, Will Greer who's on the Patriots now, I guess he was a Florida guy and yeah, you know, yeah. But, which Nash Greer, I don't know if this may be, this may be some uh, internet lore. Nash Greer was like a, he was a TikToker. original, yeah. Original yeah, Viner TikToker. Yeah, yeah, right. That's his brother. They're related, which is kind yeah, of yeah. a little bit, a little bit interesting, a little bit, inter- a little yeah. bit of internet lore there, but yeah. So yeah. I mean, Florida, uh, I, I like the Florida guys. I mean, they, and then they've got ETN who's probably going to go to the draft next year. Maybe the, the Travis's, Travis's Travis and Tyler, I know there are their names. I forget which one's which, but he's probably going to go to the draft, and he might be a big draft pick. He's been really good this year for Florida. So, um, you know, there are some good quarterbacks. There are some, and, and it's probably if you're looking at best case scenario for Richardson's prices, him being hurt is probably best case scenario because he kind of did what uh, what uh, Fields did the list last year, where Fields had this like really really good season, but then somehow the Bears got like the second or first pick. It's like that didn't. I got to the end of the season. Somehow the Bears are the worst team in the league. I'm like, wait a second. I thought I thought they were going to the playoffs. Like Justin Fields played really well, but you know, it, it, yeah, that's another one that's like a uh, uh, another uh, another you know hyped quarterback that yeah you know, maybe hasn't panned out. We'll see. One thing I wanted to to get to, and but uh, before I let you go, we know you're super busy. Once again, HobbyNewsDaily dot com. One thing I, I went to uh, my local Walmart this morning. So much product on the shelves. Mm-hmm. It yeah. used to not be like that. It used to be people would come in there and just supermarket sweep that thing yeah. uh, on out. Your overall thoughts on sports cards, because, you know, everybody's down. Every content creator posts this, uh, and I know you don't do this, but a lot do. Hey, the market is down. It's dying. And, you know, they get a gazillion clicks because negative things uh, sell on, on social media platforms. Um, your thoughts on, you know, 
a ton of products, sealed products just sitting on shelves. Once again, I go to you for all sports card business uh, kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Do you think the hobby is in a healthy place or do you think, you know, we'll continue to see, you know, just a downtrend in, in all sports? Well, I think, I, I think that the cards being hard to find and them being expensive doesn't necessarily correlate with, um, the hobby being in a good place. Like, but I also don't think necessarily that like the hobby being down like this means it's in a bad place. I'm kind of very in the middle. Like I'm very even keeled when it comes to like where I think sports cards are at. I, I think that like, it's good that people can get these cards. Um, I think, you know, I, and you know, before I was really into content, I was buying cards, like buying boxes of cards. And that's kind of the thing that as a kid, that's what, that's what a lot of us remember doing. So it's cool that people are able to buy these cards. Now, if you're if you're running a business like if you're running a sports card business where you're trying to buy and sell it may not be the best situation right now you may be having to kind of reinvent the way that you're doing it like you may not be able to just buy a card sit on it for six months and then sell it for more like that's just that's not how the market is right now you may have to you know for example like you may have to try and go to a show or you may have to try and bulk buy in bulk on ebay and try and get a deal where you know you can you know, you might try and have to buy in bulk or get a deal where you can buy five or 10 of a card for a 20 to 30% discount because you're buying more of them and then sell each of them individually at the market price. Um, so, you know, that may be something that you just have to do. And it's just because it's the way with sports cards, what's happened. It just, it, it seems like it keeps reinventing itself in a way where, uh, it's, it's never stagnant in my opinion. Like there are strategies that work and there are strategies that, are always changing when it comes to buying and selling in the business of cards. So, you know, in, in my opinion, I think we're in a period right now where there's a lot of uncertainty in my opinion, because of what's going on with tops and fanatics. Like I, and I think it's gotten a little bit more certain over this past six months or so, but like the end of 2022 into 2023, things were kind of crazy. Cause what, like, you know, the, the, the fanatics getting the licensing deals, like that didn't happen. That happened this year. Like, so over the next few years, we're going to keep seeing sort of certain things change. And I think one of the things that Fanatics has done a really good job at is actually trying to uh, make product for markets that don't exactly exist right now. Like, and that's one of the things I think actually with Bowman Chrome U that they've, I think that Bowman Chrome U, in my opinion, is going to completely change the college market because of the way that it's, the way that they're releasing it is they're releasing them as bowman cards like they're releasing the way that they release bowman cards which for baseball is like their biggest market in my opinion and like the way that panini was doing it i just don't think that's why people didn't care about college cards was because they were pros already and they had they were going to be right. they were going to be pros they weren't going to be and you know the fanatics also came out they came out with an alabama set they were coming out with like individual sets and including players in cards including colleges on cards now that weren't there previously it's like so, you know, if you look at like, for example, like this upcoming Bowman Chrome, the, the Bowman Chrome football set that just came out, like Ohio State, for example, like with Marvin Harrison Jr., he, somebody who's an Ohio State fan, most likely if that's their whatever one sport, they only care about Ohio State. So when Marvin, right. Marvin Harrison Jr. gets drafted next year, they don't really care as much about what he's doing in the pros, but like they'll, they'll collect a, a state Marvin Harrison Jr. card while he's still on Ohio State. And that's kind of the, that's the big change and big shift that we're seeing. Like, you know, there's, uh, and then they did like a Duke there. I, I would be, I would be surprised if they don't do this during the basketball season, do like a Duke basketball set. Like there are, 
they did like an, an Al- a specific Al- Alabama football set, which they I think Kool Aid McKenzie, I think is his name, which is just Kool Aid. Yeah, Kool Aid McKenzie, which is like the funniest name ever. Like he's yeah. in that set, and I think what you're gonna see is that people like Alabama fans or and, and it's the it's the sports fans who are college fans first that you're going to see probably get a little bit more into cards uh, than, you know, uh, fans who like the pros, but they also like college because like, you know, even, even for you, like, sure you have uh, new Orleans down there, but it's like, I'm sure you probably care about LSU much more than new Orleans. So it's like, you're yeah, more probably know. likely to want to buy a LSU card than like, a a, a new orleans car like if a player from lsu goes to new orleans that's probably a good that's probably a guy that you like i would imagine but it's the same thing it's just you know alabama football um duke and unc basketball like these these college teams that people care the most about they're catering to those markets and trying to get those people involved in sports cards more um which like i said i think is a great idea i think that we'll continue to see that kind of uh thought process i at least i hope they'll, they'll continue that uh to get more people involved in cards and you know and just uh engage in other markets that weren't like um weren't as involved in cards because like i said people who like college teams they don't care when they're sure they may care but they don't really care when they're when their college player goes on to the pros like they're not they going don't. to collect whatever you know like a texas a&m fan probably doesn't care that johnny menzel went to the browns like they're not they don't, they don't like the Browns. They like Texas A&M and they like Johnny Menzel. Uh, and so it's just, you know, they're, 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 I think that's a good idea. And I think the way that they're doing it, they're changing, they're completely changing the college card market, in my opinion. And over the next few years, I think people are going to, I think people have shifted their thoughts on it. I think, but I think people are going to keep kind of shifting their opinions on college cards more, more for the Bowman, less for the stuff that Panini was doing, but for the Bowman cards and kind of in the future, I think. Texas A&M fired their coach this weekend, and he got $76 million to – Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not, actually not a little coach. bit angry that my, my parents didn't put me in, like, coaching somehow when I was, like, a little kid. It's like – it's like, it's like you know, I, I, if you want to go to the pros and make fun, make money that way, sure, that's great. But it's like, dude, no, become a – that's what actually – I bet you we're going to see that as a trend over the next few, like, decades is, like, kids not playing the sport, they're going to become coaches because, dude – Jimbo Fisher getting seventy six million dollars to do nothing. That's insane. That's like, like that, that. That's like better than that's. I mean, I'm sure it's hard to do that exit, but it's just like it's crazy. Yeah. But sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. But that. that no, no, that, no, no, that, no, no, that, no. That was crazy. No, yeah, and he, he already owns multiple ranches. Uh, so right, right. he was already he was already filthy, filthy rich. Right. Um. I I want to end on a on a spicy question. Okay, sure. and if you if you don't feel like answering this, I understand, because it it is going to be deeply personal. Okay. Um, and and that's okay. All right. So you could you can throw two middle fingers up at me. Um, <laughs> that's fine. Oh crap! Uh, I, I, oh I whoa! That. that was kind of that was, was kind of scary. I, I I thought I thought you had just kicked me out when I was. Oh, that was that was kind of that was kind of spooky. Okay. All right. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. What would you do if you're Robert Kraft with Bill Belichick? I keep, I'm keeping them. I, that's just, unfortunately, Adam, Be- come Belich- on. No, Adam, I, I it, it, Adam, they have to. They, Belichick it, knows it, where the bodies are buried. That's all. <laughs> like he, they, he knows, he knows where he knows that there's bodies under like the way that there were those, the, the way that there's like that rumor that there's like bodies under the, 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 the at, at MetLife that there's bodies in the end zone. Belichick knows where those bodies are buried. And, uh, 
you know, they're keep they're keeping him until he breaks the record, and unfortunately, that's probably not going to be for another couple of years, unless they somehow totally turn it around over the next few years. I thought Adam, that they were going to be decent this year. Adam, they've got to fire him. He's cooked. <laughs> you know, he's cooked. He he. Y'all not had a good draft pick since ever. ever. The, he's terrible. Well, he's a terrible drafter. Like that's a, he's just he's he's good at drafting. Um, Let's see. I know he's good at drafting uh, like centers from like some random Naval Academy. <laughs> but when it comes to like any type of position player, I can't believe that someone hasn't stepped in and been like, Bill, no. Like he drafted Nikhil Harry before DK Metcalf and Debo Samuel. What and, are we doing? And, How? And, and before AJ Brown, if I'm not mistaken. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and from from a quarterback perspective, it's just. I, I don't know. I don't, I, I would keep him just because like I said, he knows, he, he knows all the deep dark secrets of that team and how you don't just, you know, you don't just win six, you, you know, you know, the way that like the Cowboys, the cow, the Cowboys from the nineties, when they won all those Super Bowls, they come out and they have all these like crazy random stories. There probably won't be stories like that for the Patriots, but there's, there's going to be players who come out and have stories eventually once, once everybody's gone, like, the only reason that I want Belichick to retire is because I want him to finally tell us why, uh, why he didn't play Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl that year? That's the only that's because so that's the only thing that I need to know. I just that's literally the only that is going that is like the number one sports Boston sports conspiracy theory that I have no idea and somehow nobody knows. Somehow, so uh, in an age where everything gets out, somehow this one story where they lost the Super Bowl didn't get out somehow, and I, I have no idea. I, I don't know I, how it would happen, but I, I mean my. My, I will say this about the the Patriots. Okay, my favorite sports memorabilia controversy is that reporter stealing Brady's Super Bowl jersey. Yeah, yeah. Wait, <laughs> didn't he do it twice or something like that? Some, he did. He, there was something where he did it twice, like. <laughs> but then in the Super Bowl, yeah, he he. I, I forget if he got it back or not, but yeah, that was that 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 was a that was a fun that was an unfortunate one for Brady. I think they got it back though. I'm pretty sure. No, yeah, but, I I think so. He was caught in in 4K, man. I was like, how the hell do you? Yeah, think? right, right. What, what, I just look, I just no, need, I just need I just need Belichick, need Belichick to break record so Don Shula and I can stop hearing about the seventy two the popping the champagne every single time an yeah. undefeated team loses. I just need something that we can have it because you know we again I don't I don't mean to brag about how good the Patriots were but like we were undefeated and we lost in the Super Bowl that one year uh, we were undefeated in the season which you know that, that obviously doesn't matter because we didn't win the Super Bowl. That's like the 72 and 72 and 10 Warriors. If they didn't win the NBA Finals that year, no. I mean, I guess people probably would care, but, you know, uh, I just need something over that 72 Dolphins team that, like, Belichick has more wins than the coach that was the coach of that team. That's all I, that's all I need, it, you know. I mean, but, but I mean, I think Bill needs – I mean, Honus Wagner was still playing when the Patriots won their last Super Bowl. I mean, it's been – Oh, my God. For forever yeah. since – since, I mean – and look, my one of my LSU guys, uh, Kayshawn, went there, and, mm, and yeah, he, he's he, he's he's not done anything. Um, <laughs> but um, but once again, check him out, hobbynewsdaily.com. Uh, um, if you missed the, the beginning, the two most influential hobby people to me is this guy and Andy, okay, and and obviously, those are two of my good friends, uh, in the hobby, so. Adam, thank you so much, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you soon, man. Uh, thanks for uh, sharing your, your knowledge with us, brother. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me on. All right, buddy. So, yeah, um, 
now you guys get me. So I know a lot of you were uh, looking forward to uh, the solo show uh, today. I wanted to have a guest on. Uh, we've been trying to get Adam on in for uh, forever because even though he didn't know it was Trevor Etienne, uh, he's not a college guy. Um, his sports card knowledge is ridiculous, right? And you got to see a little bit of behind the scenes of what the business of sports cards are like. So if you missed, um, you know, the beginning portion, you could go back and, and watch it a little bit later. Um, if you guys have any uh, rained, uh, just normal sports card questions for me, I know a lot of you have been trolling me with these uh, these hockey uh, comments. I will not go on another hockey rant. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, let me go to this from Tom as far as the, the Bowman U stuff, because Andy and I, we're contemplating doing more Bowman U um, content, okay? And just college sports cards content. Always understand this. This comes from a college football guy whose livelihood is dependent on college football, right, as a college football YouTuber. It is important to know that college football, when it comes to the popularity in comparison to the NFL as a whole, it's it's not really as close as you think it is, okay? Um, now, college football is still wildly popular. It's still the most, uh, the second most watched sport uh, that we have here in America, and it is a mostly untapped market with the sports cards. I just don't think we need to be as certain that college uniform cards are, are going to pop off um, as crazy as we might think it would. I do think there is room for growth, especially with this Bowman U product having so many iconic players in it and it being one of the first products out with actual licenses um, on the cards. And for those that don't know what, what, what that means here, um, here's a KJ Jefferson card, Bowman U. Um, this actually has the Arkansas logo. It used to be with these cards, you couldn't put the college logo on the cards with the players until they actually got to the NFL. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I, we are very high on, on Bowman, you, Andy and I, not just saying, cause you know, we like college football, but just in general. Uh, but I, I don't think you should automatically think that it's going to become like NFL level uh, football cards. Um, it, 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 it very well could be uh, the case. Uh, this is a good point here from Ken. Panini has way too many retired players in their sets now. He says he'd rather have an active player auto, not Billy White shoes Johnson. It's a good point. And mostly in football cards, uh, it, people just don't care about retired players. I do. I Because I just do. That was uh, my adolescence, right? I want to build a Steve McNair collection. I freaking love Steve Air McNair. And he didn't play for any of the teams that I actually even like. Um, I just liked him personally, right? Um, you know, Peyton Manning, same thing. So I, I care about retired players' cards. I don't really care too much about retired players in current sets unless it's like super, super short print and and cool. Okay. Um Chad wants me to do a film study. Yeah, I'm big into the X's and O's. Um, so let's go to Swamp Donkey Off Grid. Topic rant. eBay guys calling base chromes silvers. What say me? I, I, I got to be honest with you, Swamp Grid. The whole silver debate is confusing. 
okay? Sports cards in and of themselves are very confusing with modern sets, right? Imagine just in general explaining to someone the difference between a Panini Prism card and a Panini Prism Silver, right? So a Prism base card is not a Prism Silver, right? But a Silver Prism is a Prism. So it's a Prism Prism, where a Prism base is just a Prism base, right? That's confusing. Now, if you know sports cards, if you're a Chad or a Hector or a Derek, you know exactly everything I said is sound logic, right? But try explaining that to someone trying to get into it, right? A lot of the sets and all those different things are very difficult to understand, right? That's why it was so important for me to have Adam on today because he was very influential in how I understood football cards, right? Um, so that's why channels like this are, are very important, okay? And once again, I am not, you know, Mojo or any, any like super duper special card analyst. But part of why I have a passion for doing this show with Andy every week and being a part of his network is, you know, these things, right? That's why with eBay listings, okay, and this will be my hobby tip of the week. I had something else, but to go along with Swamp, uh, Swamp Grid's uh, point here, look at the photos. Demand to see photos of the actual card. And that way you can tell if a card is really a refractor or not. And for those that, once again, I'll use this, uh, I'll actually use this Brock Bowers card this time, okay? So Brock Bowers, I'll take this out. This is a relatively basic card. Um, so this Brock Bowers card has like that little rainbow finish on there. So that would be a refractor, or if this was a Panini card, that would be a, you know, a prism silver, okay? Or a refractor, okay? If it doesn't have that silver finish like this Brock Bowers card right here, this is a base, you know, Brock Bowers card. See, it doesn't have that rainbow finish on there. Uh, if you are new, that's uh, the the basic difference. But not everybody knows that. So when you go to eBay listings, um, it's important to understand the difference. The refractor silver is is far more valuable. Um, so let's go to uh, why young gun. Why do the base mosaic rookies still say prism on the back? Confusing for buyers not knowing the difference with base and true silvers. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, Jay Young Gun, I'm just not a mosaic fan in general. It's I, I've sold a lot of my short print Tyron Matthew mosaic stuff. It's just not really my thing. Um, so I, I like I said earlier, I went into a Walmart today. There has not been a mosaic mega box bought at my local walmart they have just been sitting there okay i'm just not bullish on mosaic moving forward i'm just not just too many of these parallels you know in the last episode we talked about you know the honeycomb and all that bs just not my thing just not my thing okay so you know i do think uh we we, we have a hobby tip here and you're going to love it. Paul Hickey, offseason.com. Let's go. What's up, Football Card Quest? I'm Paul Hickey, co-host of the Sports Card Strategy Show right here on the knowoffseason.com Sports Card Network. 
Be sure to check out our other great shows on the network by visiting nooffseason.com. And of course, check out all the great content that Andy's putting out at footballcardquest.com to help you make money flipping football cards to fund your PC, fund your life. All right, everybody, here's Football Card Quest. What's up, Andy and Carter? As we all know, trying to make money flipping football cards is a week-by-week proposition. You got to move quick. You got to be prepared. And like Carter said on last week's show, you have to sell at the right time during performance spikes. And so we have a tool that can help you do that. If you text sports cards to one 992 5727 we text you sell alerts for particular players during performance spikes. Text one 992 5727 Text the word sports cards to one 992 and we will text you sell alerts at performance markers to sell at the right time. The great thing about football season is when you can list in a seven-day auction on eBay for a player who's just popped off, you likely will get the benefit of two of their games, the one that you list during, and that should get you a lot of views, watch list ads, and hopefully bids. You might see a little bit of action die down throughout the week, but then ramping up to that second game when your auction is ending, you should see a little bit more of a hype cycle spike as people anticipate possibly a second big performance from that player, but likely you're going to cash out before that player even plays his game. That's why a seven-day auction listed at the right time, and that would be after you receive a sell alert by texting sports cards to one 992 Sell at the right time, everybody. Crystallize those profits and then reinvest them back into your life or more football cards. All right, thanks, Andy and Carter. Back to you guys. Let's go to uh, Derek. He said, last time I texted a toll-free number, I was sent nudes for three straight months. Hopefully, I get the same results here. Hmm. Well, you might. It's, it, it depends. Honestly, with that, Derek, it depends what Patreon tier you are. If you're uh, you know, one of our higher tiers, you, you, you get that. Okay? But if you got to pay for the premium. Right. Next thing you know, you'll it you'll you'll think Rex Ryan is here with the, with, with feet picks. That's gonna be the next thing, man. We we've I I got I got some some PSA threes. My feet, you don't want to see those. But uh, but yeah, listen to to, to Paul Hickey no offseason.com network. I got to be honest with you, man. Paul and I actually spent a lot of time together at the National. Uh, you know, he was selling me on on the vision he had for. Uh, his network and uh, how he viewed Andy and I. And uh, I was very appreciative with all of the things that uh, he shared um, with, with, with me. So um, yeah, we're really excited to, to, to be with Paul. I would trust that number. Uh, all, all jokes aside, I, I would, I would trust that uh, honor. Can't, we're not done yet, man. We are going, actually, I kind of want to stay live on this until, Thursday night football. Okay. If I get a hundred dollar super chat right now, we'll go live until Thursday night football. But y'all ain't gonna do it. So I won't I won't be here until Thursday night football. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, now I do want to get 
to the actually we won't do new release calendar um today uh origins some leaf stuff uh is coming out you know this week obviously uh i am not uh, a huge origins guy but next week uh, you will get some National Treasures collegiate football uh, coming out. So nothing too, too, too big, obviously. Uh, obviously, any National Treasures is going to be big. Okay? Any National Treasures. Tom, I, I honestly don't know. Uh, th- this was uh, preloaded before uh, I, I came on here. So if you, if you don't want to text it just yet, then feel free not to. Okay, um, so we got a chat here. Origins does have on-card autos. They do look good. I will say Origins cards do look good. I just don't like I, I one thing I'll see going to shows and I've not been to a show in a while. So full disclosure. But one thing I see at shows is Origins cards in cases they never get looked at, and they hardly ever get moved. And sometimes those cards are some of the most beautiful cards in the showcases, right? Uh, like like our guest said earlier, Adam Palmer, you never really know what people are going to like and not like, right? Origins has beautiful autos, though. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful autos, okay? Um, but you've got to move them. That's the thing, Chad. I guess I wasn't meant to be a sports card flipper. Now, I have flipped um, quite a few sports cards. It's just not for me. I just love football cards. I just love cards in general. I don't like just getting a card and just moving it, okay? And I had a chance. Obviously, I had a pretty high-end Jameis Winston card I bought on the low. I had a chance to move it at its maximum, and my stupid self didn't didn't move it before last season, Okay. It, it just, you know, not for me. So that's why, like, with, like, some of the flipping stuff, I've not um, I've not done as much uh, as of yet. Now, I did try to move this Jameis card after, you know, I threw a few tutties this weekend. But the Josh Dobbs hype train just could not be stopped. Okay. You know, I had a question earlier. I think it was from um, – Uh, and, and let, let me let me bring this up to, to Tom really quickly. Before you text that number, all right. I do highly recommend. Okay, now I'm gonna be I'm gonna be as as, as clear and 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 trade up with you guys as as I possibly can here. Okay, um, I am a paying member of the Football Card Quest. I I I pay the fee uh, every single month. I don't make a lot of money. So, you know, all these subscriptions, we all have a thousand different, you know, subscription services that uh, that we have. So I'm very selective of what I keep and what I don't keep and all of that. I have gotten so much out of the Football Card Quest Patreon community. And it's not just from Andy. It's from people like Chad, people like David Hunter in there. Um, I've made some of my really good friends in there. I highly recommend joining. Okay, I I do highly recommend joining. Okay, because you 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 get all these extra perks. You get this uh, web app that we use to keep them web app uh, to take a look at you know market analysis. Right, that is helping me form an opinion that I do think 
if the Bills continue to struggle, that Josh Allen is a good buy low opportunity. Okay. Um, so yeah, you know, it's 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 important to um to join. I, I really do mean it. Especially if you're brand new. Now, if you're a collector for a long time, I do recommend it. But if you are brand new or just a year into it, you get a one-on-one call with Andy or me uh, as a part of it. So, um, and there's other people in there that that know more than both of us, right? So, I highly recommend uh, you you go check it out. Mm. And the marketplace is in there. That's becoming more popular. We're growing our marketplace uh, Discord community. Okay, so get in there, move your stuff. Now, one thing I, I, I do want to you know address here is liquidity. Okay, it is if you are in the business of not just collecting sports cards, but just collecting cards in in hope of potentially moving them, or you could be in the middle where you could buy a card of a player you like, but then you can also say if the if it does go up, I'll move it because we all like to make money, right? Buy liquid players. Buy liquid players. Brock Purdy has looked like dog water. One big game this past weekend, bam! People are back on the Purdy train, okay? Brock Purdy's liquid, baby. He's liquid. He's Osmosis Jones. Um, he's 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 a good quarterback that plays for a very popular franchise, and like we have said plenty of times, the amount of Brock Purdy product that is out there now there are more and more Purdy cards being graded and then put into you know the marketplace and more PSA tens that that get out there. Obviously, the higher the supply, the 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 less things are going to go for, but. Remember, there are still so much fewer Brock Purdy cards than there are Kenny Pickett cards out there. And Andy has made that point a gazillion times on here. So there you go. Can't wait for Birds Chiefs on Monday night. Yeah, you know, Steve, I wish we could have done this show yesterday. We don't do a Monday show, but that would have been a good time to do a seven-day auction on Monday night of a player on either one of these teams. Okay. This will be one of the, you know, most anticipated Monday night games in forever. So, uh, pretty excited about that. Pretty freaking excited. Yeah. TJ Hawkinson going off. He's really freaking good. Okay. One guy who was very cheap before this past weekend. I just want to point this out. Okay. Y'all could go listen. Your boy has been on freaking fire with my hobby plays of the week. Okay. And I kind of don't want to give one out. All right. I gave Aiden O'Connell out, I think, three weeks ago. He becomes a starter. He wins two games. I know Hector, I think Hector's still in here. Hector, I, I think you've you've moved some Aiden O'Connell stuff. I gave you Aiden O'Connell. You, it's paid off. Last week, last week, 
I gave you Trey McBride. Y'all, Trey McBride is so freaking good. I know it's a two, two-ish week sample. Trey McBride can freaking play. Okay. You guys, this guy is for real. How many tight ends in Dynasty are you taking over Trey McBride right now? It's probably the list is probably what three guys. Uh, you 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 got um, you got Hawkinson. I would take him over McBride. I would take Andrews over McBride. I would take probably Sam Laporta over McBride, and that's probably it. Uh, but you know, tight end cards don't go for a whole lot. But the reason I gave Trey McBride last week is because he was cheap. He was so cheap, and look. I I like buying cards, autos, $10 out the door, right? I, I think Trey McBride's going to go to the, go to a Pro Bowl at some point in his career. I do think he's really, really freaking good, okay? Hey, we, we've got on a little tight end kick. Travis Kelsey has hard signed, has a hard signed, the champ is here, Carter Mosaic this year. Okay. Travis Kelsey actually created the most viral moment on TikTok this weekend when he kissed Taylor Swift at the concert. Uh, that was pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Tom out here sharing some love. If y- if y'all want to, if y'all want to go on another hockey rant, I will. I know some of you have tuned in just for that today. I don't think you're going to get that. You're getting a little bit more of a subdued me uh, today. Um, I've had a crazy week. I have gotten a few Jaden Daniels comments in here today. He is going to win the Heisman. I think it is beyond reasonable doubt that voters are going to do the right thing and give him the Heisman Trophy. He is by far the best quarterback in college football. And I say by far, the numbers speak for themselves. 76 plays of 20 yards or more. No one else has more than 60. Jaden Daniels averages over 400 yards per game. No one else averages over 360. Okay. Uh, Jaden Daniels, by far the leader in EPA per play, total EPA. Um, You know, college fantasy was a bigger thing. It wouldn't even be close how you would be talking about Jaden Daniels at this point compared to everyone else. The reason why I mentioned all of that is because – Jaden Daniels is probably the QB three in this draft class now behind Drake May and Caleb Williams. And if you actually watch him, there are people out there that are going to be like, damn, is this guy not the the best quarterback in this class? Let me give you another Jaden stat. Okay. There are only two players in the NFL, two that have clocked a higher MPH more than Jaden Daniels did this last week on an 85-yard touchdown run versus Florida. Now, mind you, he is a quarterback. So, once again, MPH is kind of a, a miles per hour, obviously. It's kind of a, you know, murky stat in how it's calculated. I'm st- there's, I don't think there's an absolute foolproof way of, of calculating all of that. But he I, he's – as fast, if not faster, than Lamar in college. 
uh, Michael Vick in college. So I, I, I'm just going to tell you right now, man, Jaden Daniels is that dude. Okay. Now I will also say this. He's not in Bowman U. It's, he's a very interesting collect. There's not a whole lot of his LSU autos that are out there. Okay. Um, so will Jaden go in the first round? Derek does not believe JD is a as a first round pick. I could see that, right? I could see that. But go look at the Florida highlights for yourself. All right. Now, as far as a football card perspective, I have one of his autos he did at the national right here. Don't know. Um, don't know what I'm going to do with it. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, let me see. What what? Actually, you know what's funny? I actually did not prep a play for the week, play of the week, so I might not actually give a play of the week today. Because uh, I was just so focused on getting our guest on today. Uh, so there you go, Johnny Manziel. Well, Prime Manziel. He's not as fast as Jaden. Now, was he better than Jaden? That's a debate. Okay, it's a debate. Kevin said, great show today. That's good, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, please hit that like button. Let's get a few more in here before we get out of here. Um, oh, this is a good comment here from DJ and Rips. Goat cards outpace inflation over long periods of time. That's interesting. I guess it just depends on what goat you're buying it also comes down to your definition of of a goat right like is is now a time to buy tom brady cards one thing that i i think that's interesting um as far as it is concerned i do think there are some things such as like game use cards that could be very interesting over you know long term. I love game use cards. Those are my favorite things. Game use patches. It's if I were to list the things that I care the most about in a card, it's patches. I think game use patches are the coolest things. Right? I think a game use patch is way better than an auto. I don't think it's even close uh, between the two of them. Um. So. Yeah, that's not how most like it goes back to the demand thing. That's not how most people feel. Though. It's just a hot take for me. Uh, that's a good thing about a lot of like football goat cards is you can build you know a relatively nasty um, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, all kinds of goat football players game use patches. One random player that has a pretty fun, and I mean really fun. Collection of game used patches you can go uh, rake up is uh, Antonio Gates. I've always found success, and I'm not a Gates guy, so I don't buy him, but he's got a lot of really cool cards out there, right? Charger uniforms have always gone good with cards. I don't know why that is. It could just be uh, the lightning bolt, um, but they have gold trim, so a lot of their like gold stuff looks good. It's part of the reason why I like being a Saints fan and being a football card collector. Um, but 
Yeah, we had a Bailey Zappi question in here earlier. My God. That interception he threw on the fake spike is probably the worst pick I've ever seen. Okay? Exactly, Chad. I think Jaden's going to get picked in the first round. That's my hot take. I think he will. Now, one thing I will mention. If Jaden Daniels goes on the Saints, you will you will see me explode on this channel. You will see my body not actually explode. It will evaporate uh, on the Football Card Quest channel. If it's not on here, it's going to be on my LSU channel. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, it'd be a good fit. We need somebody. Dang. Let's try to think. There was one extra hot take I wanted to get to in my prep today. Prep sheet. And I think I forgot about it. So, there you go. Now, if you want to chat with me, okay, I will be chatting in the football card quest discord. So come hang out. What are you waiting for? Why haven't you joined the football card Patreon? Get to it. Okay. It is the fantasy football card quest, baby. Talk to you soon next week. Let's go. Peace. I was supposed to play the outro. Here you go. The right outro. That's me.